This is the Doctor Who Podcast, and you are most welcome. for a few weeks but i'm caught up now and what an episode to catch up to ascension of the cybermen personally the cybermen have always been my favorite nemesis of the doctor but not necessarily because of their stories because honestly there are only a few really good ones it's the concept that makes them my favorite and the fact that it's possible with all the ai technology that we use already with phones and cars that cybermen could one day become a reality so imagine how thrilled I was to find out that the two-part finale is all about Cybermen. What a first episode. It's written by Chibnall and holds together very nicely as far as I could tell. We have an A-plot dealing with the lone Cyberman and his quest to revive the Cyber Race with the Doctor and company trying to stop him. Then we have a B-plot with some random guy named Brendan who we see grow up from a baby found in the road to an old man and he can't die. What the hell is going on there? At first I thought it was the backstory of the Lone Cyberman. Then I thought maybe he was an alternate version of Captain Jack when he got shot and fell off the cliff. Which, by the way, was the most broad church scene Chibnall could ever do in Doctor Who. It even looks like the same cliff. Uh, Anyway, I have no idea where they are taking this Brendan story at all. Overall, I thought it was a really nice setup for next week's finale. And Chibnall has opened quite a lot of doors that he may or may not close in one episode next week. We'll see. But what a cliffhanger with Galfay returning out of nowhere along with the Master. Thanks and see you next week. The series 12 finale is fast approaching, and the ascension of the Cybermen has left us with quite a few questions, like, what? And, huh? And, why? Now, James and Stephen hit some very good points about this and many of the episodes of the Chibnall era. Regardless of those points, I liked this episode. I liked the cinematic pacing. I liked the direction. The Brendan bits really engaged me, and I felt the Cybermen posed a proper threat. True, the logic of the Doctor's first act falls apart as soon as you consider that stealing the Cybership could have gotten the team back to the TARDIS in time to save the rest of the fam, but hey, the script needed them to get to the Cyberarch, they're gonna get to the Cyberarch. I am intrigued about the finale. More so than two years ago when the Doctor fought to save humanity from the Cybermen, nor the year after before that, nor the year before that. 
Now, I always feel a bit silly reviewing one part of a multi-part story until after I've seen the whole picture, so with the little time I have left, I'd like to talk about cyberdom. Folks, I dig the religious zealotry approach. Now, true, religious robots are not new to sci-fi, but the Chibnall era has had the Doctor engaging with religion a lot more than in the past, and it's a new spin for the Cybermen, and I think it kind of looks good on them. It's entirely possible that the Doctor will wipe out the new cyber threat by the end of next week's finale, but, but me? I'm rooting for a series cliffhanger. I like the direction the show is going, and I'd rather not have everything cleared up in the next 50 minutes. It'd be nice for the Cybermen to have a purpose again. Or, you know, it'd be nice for the Cybermen to have a purpose. It always makes for a more interesting antagonist. It is my birthday this weekend, and what I would like from Chibnall is not to have to sign on this time next week with a big old sigh because he couldn't stick the landing. So, Chibnall, Whitaker, everyone... Here's to a successful finale, and a more outrageous series 13 for 13. So, what to make of Ascension of the Cybermen, part one of our game-changing finale this season? Well, like so much of this season, I really want to like it. There were bits of it that I enjoyed, but the whole is less than the sum of the parts. Individual performances were okay, they were decent. I liked the paciness of it, I liked the action sequences. We didn't get any laborious messaging coming through. It cracked along at a good old pace, and the action sequences were good. I thought the cyber drones touched cheesy, but eh, I can live with it. But as, as Stephen and James were saying, it just didn't quite hang together as a story. There, there was lots of bits happening, there was lots of things happening, and they were fun. But I just didn't really follow what was going on. What was all the stuff with the Doctor and the amazing equipment and we're going to fight the Cybermen? The Doctor utterly failed. I mean, utterly and completely failed from specifically telling them, don't run away, I've got this, you can trust me. Totally fails in the defence and most of them die and then the Doctor, in fact, ends up telling them, run away, run away as fast as you can and half of them die in the process. If she hadn't tried to do that, those people might have lived. That's... That's a very strange place for the Doctor to be. I mean, I could almost understand it if there was a arrogance and pathos story going on here, of the Doctor having overreached or, you know, gone beyond our capability. But we didn't even get any of that. It was just, hey, we'll try this. It failed. Oh, look, everyone died. Quick run to the next scene. I just didn't get a sense of a story there. And it's... <sighs> We've got this such enormous portent of this game-changing part. And I was honestly expecting to see some part of that this week and nothing. So we're still waiting, we're still waiting. What's it going to be? Uh, the cynic in me doesn't think it's going to live up to the, the size of reveal that we think it is. A few possible kooky theories for this week. James and Stephen discussed maybe Captain Jack and the, the, the Irish police officer i didn't think captain jack because that didn't 
sit well for me. But at the time I was thinking maybe Captain Jack's son. And if you took someone with Captain Jack's immortality and put them into a cyber body, maybe you'd get the lone Cyberman. That that would be a reasonable explanation. And I thought, hey, maybe that explains why Jack was wheeled out out of nowhere earlier this, this season to be a bit of a Chekhov's gun. But a couple of days of thought, not convinced. It, um, in fact, I'm almost thinking that Captain Jack was maybe put out as a red herring. I don't know, the, the, the bit at the very end where the father and the police officer, who seemed to have got younger again, reappeared and were torturing him. Hmm. Makes me think virtual world. Makes me think this is a virtual world construct that this consciousness is living in, which further makes me think that it's actually the lone Cyberman sitting in some, some computer or something like that. I don't know. Uh, to go kooky on kooky, maybe that's going to be the game-changing thing, that the Doctor's been living in a similar construct, and this is again a Chekhov's gun of setting up the thing before you show, aha, it was actually the whole thing all along. I don't know. At the end, when they got to the sort of the weird gateway thing on the beach, I was absolutely certain that this was going to be a trap. I thought, that guy, he's been in a cyber camp, he's going to be a, a secret Cyberman agent, and actually all those humans who thought they were escaping were being thrown into the, the cyber grinder and turned into Cybermen. So yeah, I was quite surprised to see Gallifrey pop up. Wasn't what I was expecting. Another kooky theory there, possibly, that all those humans that were put through to Gallifrey, what happened to them? Maybe the, the Time Lords were actually descended from humans all along. Hey, we even get a callback to the, the TV movie where the Doctor's half-human. Actually, all the Time Lords are half-human. That would be game-changing, I suppose. Wasn't hugely thrilled to see the Master come back. I'm not a big fan of this iteration of the Master. A bit too manic for my liking. I really wanted to like this. In fact, I really wanted to like this whole season. I've been really holding a candle out for it. And I've been trying to pick out the good bits that I enjoy. And there's been good bits in every episode that I have enjoyed. There's none of them that I've totally hated. But for every good piece they give us, they, they take away something else that's just not quite there. And, you know, I, I'm, I'm not grumpy that it's different. I don't expect it to be the same as the Moffat era or in any other era of Doctor Who. Doctor Who's changed throughout its entire history. That's the nature of the show. That's why we still have a show after nearly 60 years. Every era has been different from the eras that came before. But the storytelling's just not, not working for me. If this was a completely new sci-fi series right now, and this was the first series of it, I don't think it would get renewed. Just because the quality of the writing just isn't there. The engagement with the audience just isn't there. The really cool stuff that makes you want to come back and see it next week just doesn't seem to be there enough quantity. And you know, this episode of all episodes, this is the big ta-da! And as James and Stephen were saying, we're really kind of marking time. Still holding out that we're going to get a, a, a one last hurrah in, in the final episode, The Timeless Children. But we will have to wait and see. Sleepless and it's over So somebody show 